Welcome back, Bible Studies for Life, student ministry leaders. Pray that as we've worked through this unit of dealing with messy relationships, that you've helped your students to identify maybe ways that their relationships are messy and that they're learning to navigate some of those challenges from a biblical perspective. This week, we are in Unit 3, Session 4. The title of our session today is Serve, and we're looking at the passage Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 15, and then in chapter 6, verses 1 through 5, as well as verse 10. And here is our main point. Seize the opportunity to serve. In Galatians, Paul speaks to the church very specifically about the spirit of our service. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 and 14, it says this, For you were called to be free, brothers and sisters, only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, freedom is something that all people naturally crave. We all want to be free, but sin so easily entangles us and keeps us from experiencing the freedom that's available to us in Jesus. Now, we can look back and really from the beginning of God's uh, time of calling Israel as a people, we see that they've struggled with this idea of freedom. Um, Not long after God called Abraham out, we find that the people of Israel are slaves in Egypt, and for 400 years they suffer with no freedom whatsoever, and God sets them free through a series of miracles, uh, the plagues that were sent upon Egypt, ultimately culminating in the Passover that prompted Pharaoh to set his people free. But freedom from that point on is something that God uses to illustrate um, our relationship with Him and, and really our relationship, as it were, to sin. Um, God uses the Passover, which He declared is to be a statute that they were to uh, celebrate throughout all their generations as a permanent statute, as a reminder of what it looked like for God's people to live in bondage, particularly in contrast to his setting them free. Bondage meant suffering. It meant being cut off from their having the freedom to to worship God. Ultimately, it meant you know their failing to follow through on what God had called them to do as a people. When they were in bondage, they weren't able to worship, and therefore the world to whom Israel was called to be a light didn't see God's light shining in them. And for them to fulfill that purpose, they had to be set free. We're made to crave freedom, but sadly, because our flesh corrupts and perverts uh, a lot of good things that God desires for us, when we experience freedom, we use it for the sake sometimes of indulging as opposed to glorifying God. Paul says specifically in those verses we just read, Galatians 5, 13 and 14, we're not to use our freedoms as opportunities for the flesh, but to serve one another in love. Galatians goes on to give us very specific ways that we do this. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, Paul uh, implores the church, carry one another's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. Earlier he had said, um, use your freedom to serve, you fulfill all the law. Here he says, carry each other's burdens, in this way you fulfill the law. Life is difficult. There are times that we'll need to help from others. There are also times that God calls us to help others And both of these ways means the law is being fulfilled in and through us, particularly in and through the church. Galatians 6.10, it says, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. 
When we think about sacrificially serving others, demonstrating the love of God to others in our lives, um, here he says the church is a priority. We're there for one another. We're a family. Let us do good to all people, but particularly to those who are a part of the household of faith, to those who belong to our church family. But that doesn't mean we leave the world, those who aren't part of the church on the outside looking in. We're really to, to first and foremost serve those who are part of our family, but outside of that, look for opportunities to serve all the people that God will allow us for the sake of the gospel. Here's the practical question. How can we structure our lives to be ready to serve others? I think one way is just busyness sometimes can take over. For students, they can have so much homework and so much responsibility in terms of extracurricular activities. They've got things going on with their families. They've got church activities, uh, all kind of things. And if we don't leave any margin when opportunities come up uh, that other people need help, that we would be called to serve, then they don't necessarily have the, the free time even to do that. So part of that freedom, particularly in serving others, means protecting time for that. Other ways that we can encourage our students to serve, particularly in a structured way, is there are opportunities week in and week out to serve at our church. There are opportunities to serve even for the sake of the gospel in our schools and our neighborhoods. So help your students really to work to practically identify areas in their lives where they can create margin for those opportunities that may arise from time to time to serve, but also to build in week in and week out ways that they will serve for the sake of the gospel. Thank you for serving your students. Thank you for investing in them by teaching them God's word. It makes uh, an eternal difference.